0: It's your old pal, the Cryptkeeper. Keeper. Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy P. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Quality Time.
1: Quality Time Podcast.
0: And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. Quality time the dangling stuff. And, and you're listening to Quality Time Broadcast. And they pay Becomes more translucent every episode, and I love that about him.
2: Hello. <laughs> Instead of the movie thinner, it's paler. <laughs>
1: I become one with my basement.
0: <laughs> you look like you're trying to tell Ash how to defeat the evil and Evil Dead. <laughs>
1: I'm coming in from a wavelength way in the future.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ashley, they took down my TikTok already. Son of a bitch. The one you just posted? Yeah. Well, they they didn't take it down. They just muted it. Oh, my. It's against community. Apparently, you can't suck some girl's dick and talk about it. And then it'd be on there. God. Even
2: though I'm very much a, uh, a champion of like, you know, we can all do better. I do feel creeped out by the level to which we are monitored and uh, it, it definitely keeps me up at night. Uh, I had to update. So Jeremy doesn't know this. I know Eric's aware that earlier this week I was trying to switch between my Facebook account and my Facebook business account because you can for messaging um so anyways I was trying to switch and the app broke so I had to actually uninstall the messenger app when I go to reinstall it and I wanted to call my good friend Brittany back it asked me and it's never asked me this before do you know that we will be recording every conversation you're having in the messenger app And I could not make the call without saying yes. And I was like, son of a bitch. So I said, yes, but I'm like, what is happening? I, I I hate conspiracy theories, but maybe, maybe they're right. I'm I'm starting to panic.
0: (laughs) I think the crazy thing about social media is like how now most people are, have come around to see that like, Hey, maybe the coronavirus was, it's a good possibility. It was created in a lab and it got loose. Right. But, if you you got banned from any social media if you posted that a year ago right oh yeah like that idea so the idea that you could just say something truthful completely completely or at least your opinion though the
2: fact that your opinion is silenced and we call it free speech is concerning
0: well it's just listen these big tech companies there's other places on the internet right that's where people are going to go away. People are going to go away from the internet and go on places like the dark web and stuff like that. Because, the, I mean, the internet proper through, like, search engines and stuff like that, they can't stop other forms of people communicating through computers. So something else will rise up from this, and that will be... Um, and
2: that thing is quality time that thing is the quality
0: time podcast welcome to the show my name is eric woodworth thank you for joining us once again uh i'm also joined by uh you know i'm gonna go out of order i'm joined by uh uh the very lovely the very talented miss ashley pontius how are you i'm good daddy very nice and uh also joined as always by my blood my brother jeremy p woodworth jeremy how are you sir I don't know who you're talking about. Oh no! Who's on the sh- who's on the show today?
1: <laughs> it is I, Mako. Like the auto part. I just wanted to join you for watching my favorite movie of all time, Ricky O.
0: Ricky O. I I do love Ricky O. This is a this is a this has been a long one on the list, and uh, I'm excited that we're going to be breaking this thing down today. uh, It
1: is I, his chronicle, who can only comment on his film.
0: (laughs) Is that who, I I don't know how he is related. Did he do the voiceover for this and direct this movie? Is that what you're saying? No, but he is Japanese, so that's as close as it gets. (laughs) This this movie was made in Hong Kong, but based on a uh, Japanese manga. So there's a... (laughs) There's ties to both. But anyway, uh, I got a couple of things that I wanted to go over real quick for you folks. I didn't really pull any audio for this show. Um, I did I did the least amount of show prep possible. Um, because you know what? We're just going to talk about the ultraviolence of this movie. But earlier this week, I have a story. It was, uh, I believe it was on Thursday this week. Maybe it's Wednesday. We'll go. It doesn't matter. But uh, the Amazon guy delivered our wonderful uh, live, laugh, love Koozies that uh came in, as you guys can't see at all. But uh if you come out to the Mahoning drive in or if you come to any of my shows, you can walk away with one of these bad boys for absolutely nothing. I will just give you one. But uh <clears throat> we <laughs> the Amazon driver drops it off and uh my wife is downstairs. I'm working from home upstairs and she comes, it sounds like a nice exchange, but uh, the, she comes up and talks to me. And she goes, hey, something just happened. And I was like, what? She's she was like, well, uh, the Amazon driver looked like he was in a lot of pain. And he asked if he could use the bathroom. So, of course, I said, yeah, of course you can. So, he goes in to use the bathroom. She goes, comes up to me, and she says, you need to see the bathroom right now. So I walked downstairs to look at the bathroom and it was as if the driver had just put his asshole on the back of the toilet and just shat on the seat as he like, as he like, like you know how you shoot a basketball and you aim for the backboard? He backboarded a turd <laughs> at my home <laughs> into the thing and then just, just left it like that. Just shit shit on the toilet and then left it like that and then proceeded to wash his hands and what i could only describe is like we have a towel that you could dry him with he was like fuck this and just wiped his hands like on the dry surface everywhere and just like ah that'll do and then left uh the bathroom in that condition so uh,
1: what? It, what animal <laughs> did they hire this guy from?
0: She now the, tra- was he a bum off the street.
2: <laughs> he was like, "This is the nicest shitter I've ever been in. <laughs> I've never seen such place." He was, he was marking his territory. He's like to all the other UPS drivers. He's like, "This is my bathroom. <laughs> Nobody did, shits here." Did he? Did he expect a
1: tip, or I'm going to shit all over your toilet and just <laughs> fuck your home over?
0: uh, this is
1: this is this is fuck your fucking amazon truck up material (laughs) i i I will slash your fucking tires if i saw this fucking that's
2: true that's true it's not like bezos is giving them the ability to use the bathrooms
0: that is true he's not allowed to use it at the thing i i uh, now tracy did say i'm sorry erica my sweet wife did say that uh that the the man seemed a bit touched to put it mildly he he said yeah she let, let's just say he would compete possibly in in an olympics with other special folk that's uh was the explanation that i had heard so uh special
1: th- or just dumb
0: i think I, there was listen if key if there's a rainbow of spectrum he's definitely anchoring himself right around like the purple area not, like mid Roy G. Biv, right? She he's like he's in the middle, I feel like, of said spectrum. Not even on the outskirts, you know. So it's an not full
1: on Sean Penn then.
0: Yeah, not full that, but it's an he's at an eye, right? Like there's the middle is probably Sean Penn, and he's just he, slightly
2: he, out. He he, he he was the inspiration for young Sheldon. Um. <laughs>
0: Oh, Young Sheldon. I've never, you know, I've never watched uh, Young Sheldon before. Is it good? I
2: don't, I don't need to. I,
0: I tried to watch whatever the other show is. What is it? The The Big Bang Theory. And it, uh, I watched one episode almost, and it wasn't good. So I just never watched it again. It just
2: feels like ableist propaganda. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. I like that. Uh,
2: Which
1: episode on a Big Bang does he come out as fully gay?
2: Uh,
0: that's episode one. Uh, that's the, oh, okay. that's the genesis of it. Yeah. So, you,
1: well, I, I guess know. he really, and I guess he really likes Jar Jar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that being in the first episode. I feel like they had to really kind of slow people into it. They're like, first he's going to be autistic, and then somewhere around season six we'll throw in the gay thing. But we got to pace people.
0: Yeah.
2: it's baby steps. I get it. So...
1: I'm just wondering when he finds out that his, like, dark-haired girlfriend actually was a dude.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean... She, I mean, I think she's pretty hot, and she's a fucking monster's cock. Uh, so... Uh, Big, uh, 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 oh, theory.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I, I'd like to address the Wendy Williams, um...
0: I knew uh, that's. Issue. This is why we're here. Because, Jeremy, <laughs> to speak on trans issues, I've come to Jeremy for this. So, go ahead. Well,
1: well no, because it was, uh it was like maybe five okay i'll guess i'm gonna guess it was six seven years ago i worked at a, a at a furniture company for literally two weeks okay <laughs> got it and, and pretty much i'm pretty much like 95 black mm-hmm. which was fine with me except <laughs> the black woman that i worked with one day was watching Wendy o. williams on the tv and she says oh yeah she's a man and I'm like, whoa.
0: And Jerry's whoa. like, I don't need to hear any more. I know.
1: And, <laughs> I, like, Hold and, on. I, and I hate to say, I had watched Wendy Williams a couple of times before that. And I'm thinking, I'm totally gay. So, <laughs> All right. How, how you're going to be a tranny and have like big tits that size. Like, oh, sign me up, baby. Sign me up. Hell so.
0: yeah. Okay. Well, Jeremy, you're really, you know, sometimes we worry about. You know things are going to come out of your mouth sometimes, but this is this all checks out. You're really growing as a person. I feel like
2: I have. I have to say it's so fun, actually, Jeremy, that you and I are very relevant. Because if you guys haven't seen, please go to my Facebook. I shared a compilation video of Wendy Williams crying on her show. It's one of the, it's one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. You need a good laugh. Go find it on my Facebook.
0: Hell I, yeah.
1: I can't I, I don't know what to compare it to like um uh, like a cow or something
2: yes! she has she shows no emotion and just kind of ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great I love
0: it oh. uh, look Wendy Williams it, it uh, she does not she cries the way like people get mind controlled in movies does that make sense <laughs> like yeah. I
2: can't get them out of
0: ah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> she fits in well with our movie as far as the uh <laughs> the dub over jesus christ we'll get into it but man the yeah. the dubbing in this movie is phenomenal
0: if they reboot
2: by the, life Force. by the way
1: you might be too young to be also a wendy o williams fan who was uh the lead singer of the plasmatics and did uh did like a
2: couple songs with uh motorhead so oh yeah okay. i don't know her i know karen o of the yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I and I know Rickio, which is the movie we're going over tonight, and I'm very excited about. Um, what else do we have on the docket for the pre-show? I don't know. That's all I had. Do we just hop into the movie now?
2: Um, I I do. I think I do have an honest act. Oh, you
0: do? How honest is it on a scale of 1 to 10?
2: Uh, it's pretty damn honest. Pretty it's damn?
0: It's, it's honest Abe Lincoln <laughs> style, huh? Okay, well...
1: I must admit, Ash, you you haven't had an Honest Ash that almost made me gag yet, so...
2: I mean, this one I don't think well, but... you Wait, you didn't gag when I for a couple days?
1: No, I didn't even...
2: Oh, and it's about that
0: time again for another segment of Honest Ash. And here's Ashley Pontius.
2: Mm, Hello, listeners. Once... Back in 2008, 2009 timeframe, I was doing humanitarian work in Nicaragua. And as you know, I have the world's most spastic colon. And it took me 20 minutes to explain to them that I had to use the bathroom. And they pointed to a shack out in the middle of the desert. I walk over and inside is just a cinder block and a hole for you to shit in. And as much as I hate it, I shit in the hole. As I come out, people start screaming and they get out a video camera and I don't know what's wrong. And then someone explains to me that I had accidentally shit all down the back of my (laughs) dress and then I had to wear clothes from the natives, this has been on stash.
0: Oh, that's another exciting segment of Honest Ash. Join us next week where we talk about how she periods down the front of her. Stay tuned. Oh, my God, Lee. Woo! Ashley. Joys of wearing
2: all white.
0: Ashley, Ashley. It, amazing. It was
2: horrible. They had it on tape, and I was like, you have to delete this tape. That's humiliating. <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, oh, yeah, you're right. That's kind of mean. Oh. I need i'll share it on our
0: podcast that goes nationwide in years from now that's where i'm thing, saving i don't it. mind
2: telling the story but i don't want visuals of me sobbing with dookie down my back <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> not really something every girl dreams about resurfacing one day
0: Oh man!
1: You get, you get over it after like a decade or so.
0: I probably I probably told this story before on the pod, but I don't think what since you've been on the show, Ashley, I've shared this. But uh, okay. uh, a couple of I want to say like a year or two ago, I uh, was driving into work and I was playing with the old bubble guts and I gambled on a fart, lost hard. Okay, uh, so much so that <laughs> I stopped at a highs to go clean myself up and uh, yeah. realized that uh, after even though I had discarded my underwear at this highs uh, that i was wearing khakis and there's still just a giant shit stain in the back (laughs) and i'm on my way into work and i'm halfway to work and i'm like fuck what do i do so i had to go to walmart with my shitty pants and buy new jeans (laughs) on my way in so that i could then wear them to work that day Uh, (sighs) this has been honest eric
1: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) kind of reminds me of a song about a guy who had to walk through coals after shitting himself
0: oh yeah joe robinson the famous coals incident god Uh, you know do we have what i I was going to say is you actually actually cut out there but uh the uh, what i was going to say is i don't think i have any friends and i mean this i don't have any friends that haven't shit themselves at least once
2: yeah, it's the Billy Madison effect. You ain't cool unless you shit your pants. That is um, true.
0: You go to a Die Laughing show, you go to a, 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 a Laugh Finder event, quality time if you see us at the mahoning drive-in with parts of both quality time and uh and the die laughing productions crew uh you can choose any one of us we've all shit our pants at one time to the point of uh you know having to throw away clothing except for jeremy he's just like nah, these are good let them sun dry
2: and then (laughs) he wears them again but uh that would be the only outlier I was just gonna say you know the joe incident that is one of my favorite songs that was inspired by that from say anything a walk through Coles because i'd walk through Coles for poo <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes yes i don't see yes. i don't think there's anybody
1: that drinks coffee that doesn't shit themselves
0: yeah that's one thing they don't show you do you, do you remember the old um uh what is it the old uh uh, the old Folgers commercials, I think they were, or was it Columbia one? The guy like who, who had the donkey, with, like all the beans and stuff oh, like that.
2: yeah. Remember those? And he'd co- like show up in your.
0: Yeah. And he would just bring you cabin. fresh Colombian coffee. Well, they, what they don't show you is they never showed him from the waist down. He's just shit. He just shits everywhere he goes. Like he just, you Where's follow, no- you're like, you know where he is because those aren't beans he's dropping. It's liquid fucking feces that he just <laughs> leaves a trail behind that you follow.
2: It's literally the reason. I kid you guys not. It is why I cannot eat refried beans. I refuse to eat them because they look too much like Dukey. Oh,
0: okay. There's can't a lot of delicious it. things that taste that look like Duke, though, right? Like taco. Straight up taco, taco meat looks like a Duke.
2: Don't don't ruin that for me. I know, but like, it's good. <laughs> so no, fucking... it doesn't. No, no, no. Refried beans, guacamole looks like baby poo. Mm-hmm. There's a lit.
0: How, about, how do you feel on jello pudding?
2: Oh uh, You mean like instant pudding? Yeah, yeah. I can eat it.
0: Yeah. Chocolate ice cream? You don't think that has a poo-poo look?
2: It doesn't look like poop. Okay. Soft serve looks like oh. poop.
0: <laughs> Let me send you this video and see if how it'll about, change your mind.
1: How about, <laughs> how about Nutella?
0: Nutella? I don't
2: eat Nutella. Because oh, it's okay. darker.
1: It's darker. I just like to smear it all over my face sometimes.
0: I will. I will. (laughs) I will say. And
1: then I sing show
0: tunes. (laughs) Well, look at me, Dolly, covered in man feces, Dolly, and that's just a Jeremy Saturday night. Hello, my
1: baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my right-time girl. (laughs) Uh,
0: What about? How about Vegemite? Do you do Vegemite?
2: I have eaten Vegemite and it is salty. It reminds me of semen. I don't, I'm not a Vegemite fan. The people built it up
0: and then I had one bite of it. And I was like, this is pure garbage.
2: (laughs) No, I I ate the whole thing because the person that gave it to me when I lived in Australia, they understood, they're like, we may eat a lot of it but we understand to foreigners, like we can't just like slob it on and be like, why don't you like it? No, you pair it with butter. You do a little bit of Vegemite, a little bit of butter, nice piece of toast. It's okay. It's not my favorite. It looks it. it looks
0: like book. chew spit and it tastes just like salt. Uh, I That's look, the best if way.
1: If it makes your dog's that's... hair look better, it's worth them eating it.
0: It's
2: true. I just, look, Eric's had it so he understands. Like the salty thing? It's why I should get treated better as a woman. Y'all's semen doesn't taste that good, but we do it anyways. Okay? It's like eating a jar of Vegemite. Every time. I mean, Two I know, let,
0: I know how you feel, Ashley, because I, I tried some of my own brand. Except I put some, I put it on pineapple because I thought that would taste better. And it, let me tell you, still tastes like cum. Uh, it was fucking gross.
1: <laughs> let me let me guys let me guys just throw out that I I do know the original song for the Folgers, okay, which is pretty much. <laughs> best part of waking up is shitting in the bed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Folgers, the shit maker.
2: <laughs> Whenever I wake up <laughs> ah, there's shit everywhere. There's, there's shit everywhere! <laughs> I
1: really, really shit the bed. I really, I really, I really shit the bed,
2: shit the bed, shit the bed. Shit, shit. the little shit. pooper you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then she joined the psychic network.
0: Oh yeah, that's classic Wendy Williams move, you know. Yeah. I'd like to see Wendy Williams just become a medium at this point. Uh, because a, because she's a big bitch. But uh, second, <laughs> <laughs> uh- I'm sorry, that was just that was a layup, and it was there, and I took it. Um, I don't think I've ever actually watched a Wendy Williams program. Is it is it good to watch? It's not good. She talks. She just talks.
2: She's not interesting. She's not likable. No one actually likes her.
0: Well, I heard the don't but the gays love Wendy Williams, no? Uh,
2: Isn't that not as much anymore? She's been very problematic. She's said some wild shit. She's not that supportive, and she's just straight up. Annoying.
0: But she said she's not trans. She she claims she's not trans, though. Is that the story, or she is? Okay.
1: No, she's definitely. She she claims she's not. Uh, There's two things that will always grab my attention on TV. That's big tits and midgets. So,
0: man, pretty much where any
1: station stops.
0: If you and if you combine both with Jeremy, lights out. Uh, (laughs) 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 Man. (laughs) <laughs> like if
1: only the show shusha had like more midgets on it uh i would have taped every single program
0: <laughs> i mean i you're you're not wrong on that and i i like where your head's at overall but uh you know sometimes people have different people are into different things you know people oh, are into quick. different things sometimes
2: can i share one thing before we officially get started absolutely Uh, I know you guys may have seen on my Facebook, but, uh, I was dog sitting, uh, and the dog was laying on top of me, having a very nice moment, and all of a sudden the dog starts convulsing. And I think the dog's gonna throw up, and I'm like, please don't do it on me. But then he won't stop, and I think, oh my god, the dog I'm watching has a seizure, my car is also broken down again, so I have no way to leave and take the dog to the hospital if that were to be true. And then as I'm panicking, I feel something on my leg, and I realize that the dog is trying to hump my entire body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what size dog are we talking?
2: He's a puggle, so like a little medium-sized oh, boy.
0: Oh, okay. Like was a 30-pound Was the full lipstick out on you? Was he dragging that across you?
2: Yep. Look.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Did I you? I was like, oh, I may not be, I may not be, you know, taken by a man, but it's good to know that dogs still want to fuck me. <laughs> did you?
0: Did you, uh, did you give him something else so he could finish, like a like a roll of paper towels or something?
2: Ew. No. Why would I? You I... don't reward that behavior. Oh well. Okay. So I guess. I have a little story I treat story him about... like I treat any man that tries to sexually assault me. I shame him on Facebook. That's true. <laughs>
0: I my friend, um, my Ugh. friend growing up, uh, John uh, Jonathan, uh, he. He had a dog who used to hump everything. And in fact, one of his his favorite hump toy, do you remember those old school wrestle buddies, like Hulk Hogan wrestle buddies that were like this big. He his dog who was like a medium-sized dog fucked that thing. I'm not lying to you. Probably anytime anytime it came out, he's like, "Fuck yeah, it's time to fuck Hulk Hogan." And he fucked Hulk Hogan in the in his fucking stuffed ass. I'm telling you, it had to be every day of his life. It was his favorite toy. It was like his little fuck oh, yeah. doll.
2: But, I used to have a black lab, and he put a hole in my SpongeBob toy. With <laughs> but uh, his dog was such
0: a, a sexual predator that if you if you were down on like all fours or something for him, he would try to fuck you. And then, <laughs> so one time we were all hanging out, maybe having a couple beers, as like young eighteen year olds are wont to do, and uh, my friend like tripped and fell. In front of the dog, and first of all, we're laughing at the fact that he just tripped, like, wow, right. ha, what an idiot! And he's like, he looks like he's kind of hurting but we're laughing because we're all friends. The dog, without hesitation, <laughs> runs over, <laughs> and that starts trying to help him <laughs> wow. while he's in pain. <laughs> he's like, "Here's my chance," <laughs> and, and none of us came to help. We all just watched and laughed,
2: and then, uh, God, what a what a majestic I love dogs, beast! But they're they're disgusting, like. Like Like, my same dog, my same black lab. We also used to have a a blow-up bouncy house for the kids, because I have nephews, at a birthday party. We caught him fucking the bouncy house. And I got to find the picture of it somewhere. But we had to get him off the bouncy house, because he was trying to make love to the air hole.
0: God, I'd love to see that fucking inflatable dog baby come out nine months later, just like... And then yeah, that thing is just... I can
2: find it. Oh,
1: I, think there's, I think there's at least two of them where uh, the funny home videos has the guy falling off the trampoline to instantly be humped by the dogs. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I just love those. Oh, man. <laughs> hey,
0: another another fun dog hump story. Okay, this is my last one. But okay, my friend... Uh, my friend um, uh, back in the day he was uh he was our older friend, but he had his own he had his own place and his parents had moved away and they just left him the house and he was like In his mid-twenties, and he would let us, you know, fucking hang and party at his house and whatever. But he had these two dogs. One was named Sosa, and Sosa was a big Rottweiler. And I mean, big, like, overweight Rottweiler, very intimidating looking. And then he had another dog that he just affectionately called Project Dog. Because Project (laughs) Dog was just this, like... He was a, also a very, very large dog that when he was working in the city, the dog just jumped into his car and he was just like, "All right, you're mine now." and he just Ugh. took this dog who had no collar or anything. he looked like some mix between like a like a almost like a German shepherd slash retriever mix, but he was okay. he was a chill dog, and he was really big he would never harm anybody and he, all, as soon as he lived at Andy's house, he got from off the streets of Baltimore and into a nice home but oh. the problem is is that Sosa was a sexual predator okay he wanted to fuck Project Dog all the time and Project Dog is from the streets and he was not having it so so Project Dog wasn't a bitch okay he's not scared of Sosa's big ass and so one day like Sosa we like even when we were around Sosa would try to fuck Project Dog all the time and then he would show his teeth and that was usually enough for it to stop well one day we came into Andy's house and the hallway is covered in blood. It looks like somebody's been fucking murdered in like the hallway. Uh apparently both dogs are just sitting in the in the other room all bloody, like both of them bloodied up. And so Andy just looks at him. He's like you guys been fucking fighting? It's because you won't stop trying to fuck him. (laughs) And so Sosa was apparently, he's like, today's the day. I'm finally going to nail Project Dog. And Project Dog just took they both just took chunks out of each other until the sex didn't happen anymore and uh, from that day forward they always had to be separated when they left the house they could be around each other around people but as soon as Sosa wasn't there to be stopped he was just like nope I'm gonna have my way with you." and then wait <laughs> is this why you and Erica are never in the same room when that, I'm over exactly exactly she tries to force herself on me and then uh, yeah
2: that's what of meant
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we just start Biting each other, it's weird. Uh, no! <laughs> uh, so,
1: like, as soon as, as, soon as the, the guy left, uh, Salsa would say, "Oh, honey, hush," and then like Project Dog says, "If you throw this in your eyes, it blinds you."
0: <laughs> yes, that's how they. It was literally master. It was literally rape town. The second it left, and then Project Dog's like, "I'm not. I'm not here for that." Because I'm from the. Project Dog was from the streets, and I loved Project Dog. He was a chill bloke. I dug him. Anyway, uh, are we ready to get into tonight's movie, gents and ladies? Oh, yeah. Today, we're going over one that I've wanted to talk about for a very long time 1991's Ricky O, The Story of Ricky. Uh, which I'm very excited about. this
1: I remember You're so so fine, you blow my mind hey Ricky.
0: Now Jeremy, were you hey, introduced? Ricky. Were you introduced to Ricky the same way I was, which was from the Daily Show with Craig Kilborn because uh, that's Probably. how I found yeah. out about the show. Yeah yeah. Uh, now Ashley, back before Jon Stewart ran the Daily Show to, uh, I guess, new success and fame during the Bush administration. Before that, there was a wisecracking fellow named Craig Kilborn, who was the anchor and host. I don't know. I mean, am I
2: rehashing this for no reason for you? No, I mean, I, I know that Craig Kilborn had the show. I just didn't know about Ricky
0: Oh yeah Well one of the things He would do Is he, he would constantly Play clips from Ricky O For different segments Like Thought of the week <laughs> Where it's the guy Smashing the guy's head And like yeah. uh, It was It was the five questions Yeah it was the five questions You're right so, I do miss Craig Kilborn's Daily Show. I thought it was a very good iteration of it. Better than the current one, I'll tell you that.
1: And it wasn't even that political until, uh, what's-his-name took over.
0: Yeah, at least Jon Stewart was, he was at least funny at times. I enjoyed no, him. I
1: think Craig Kilborn was much better.
0: I did like Craig Kilborn better, too. But you know what? What can I say? Uh time proved me wrong as far as uh, people liking a show. But no, I love, I, I remember watching this and like clips of it and then finally watching it probably in like, I don't know, like 2007. I was like, this movie fucking rules. And uh, <laughs> it does rule. Um I, it's it's based off of a, a, a Japanese manga, which uh, for those of you who don't know what manga are, that's basically graphic novels in Japan. Uh, that's that's their fancy word for it, but they're generally very well, very I think, very I long think, I think form.
1: mangas are kind of like papayas.
0: Manga mangas, yeah, they're orange. Yeah. You eat them.
1: Yeah, I usually <laughs> I usually drink them with like like uh, cranberry. There's like manga. Cranberry mix. Ocean <laughs> spray makes
0: them. It's <laughs> uh... pretty good, too. Uh, it's definitely known for its ultra-violence. In fact, this was the first movie released in China that uh, got an R, basically their equivalent of an R rating, that didn't have any sex in it. There's no sex in this movie. It got it got an R rating you mean, based... You mean X. Or what, whatever their strongest, harshest rating for a movie that they will allow you to release in China, this got it. And usually that's reserved for things that have sex in it. There's no sex in this. It's based just off the gore and violence which is uh it's good i would say a gore level this goes right up there with like dead alive or anything you've ever seen before am i
2: wrong on that gang no i mean i i mean I, yeah i think that's pretty pretty accurate i think i was definitely surprised as we get into it i mean some of the plot obviously doesn't make a ton of sense but yeah the the gore slash violence is is pretty top-notch i would agree with
0: that. i mean yeah i mean what a crazy idea to think that (laughs) they that jails would be privatized in the future and that they would be run by giant corporations i mean that's pretty that's (laughs) that was nuts for them to even think of
2: me (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm
1: so i'm so glad this exposes capitalism in jails when what you really want is like communist uh chinese running a jail which is so much better
0: yeah yeah well listen I, I, the thing that capitalism does that i think this movie proves is that here's okay think about the gulag right the gulag which is the famous uh, uh prison in russia where you know millions of people were were sent to and died in, under stalin's regime now here's what they lack they lack a warden that can turn into a giant Hulk monster that can then rip you apart to shreds. I think that's the difference between capitalism and communism at this point. Um,
2: I don't know. Like, Eric, have you seen the guns on Putin? <laughs> <laughs> I also...
1: I don't, I, don't, I don't know much about, like, Russian uh, gulags, but I'm pretty sure if you get sent gulag in uh, Barter Town... They just pretty much put you on a donkey backwards and send you through the desert with a giant (laughs) mask
2: on. Gulags are my favorite thing to eat at Christmas. (laughs) Uh, so
0: uh, yeah and so this movie roughly is based on uh, a character named Rikio who gets sent into the super prison that's run not only by a uh, warden and a sub warden but also by four super prisoners throughout the uh, that control each wing and uh, it's set up like your classic kind of uh, Japanese animation style uh, story where yes there's ultra power powerful people that run each part of it. They're all bosses that you have to fight. Uh, and it's just, a, you know, it's an action-packed movie from beginning to end that I certainly enjoy. Although, one of the opening scenes is when, um, you know, Ricky gets in, you find out he has bullets that are all in his body because he can't get through. And uh, they the some of the prisoners are roughing up a guy who claims he's innocent. And uh, Ricky comes in and... Um, to go, you know, manhandle these guys and protect the honor of this, this poor prisoner. Uh, but there is a very funny part where the other prisoners are watching him rough this guy up. They're like, oh, here it happens. And they all synchronize and turn around and piss at the same time, which yeah, I, I, be, I thought synchronized <laughs> yeah. pissing was the funniest
2: part of this opening sequence. Uh, just... So, I- what made me laugh, because you brought up the bullets, I love when le- they talk about the leaving in the bullets and he what does he say he says they're souvenirs and i was like i do the same thing with condoms (laughs)
0: you know
1: the the funny thing is about prison that you know usually they they hide like shivs that they've made from like spoons or or Mm -hmm. some sort of piece of metal but the weirdest thing is where did this guy hide an actual planer to attack somebody with
0: yeah i I do like that he does attack him with a planer and rip the guy's nose and face off well i mean they have wood shop in in prison right so that's uh so the guy slipped
1: out a planer
0: yeah (laughs) you just you just you 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 gotta you gotta keister it jeremy that's how it works (laughs) uh (laughs)
1: <laughs> the guy's asshole is like the size of a fucking bus. It looks, so. It
0: look it literally looks like uh like uh, uh like it's like the size of a of a safety a security deposit box and he could just put a whole planer inside of it sideways. <laughs> the, he didn't even prison, do it long ways.
1: The prison also lets him carry around his little toy trains with him as well. So I want to take that into the bathroom too. Yeah. It
0: makes no sense.
1: (laughs) Now, the only thing that makes sense of this scene is that randomly, for some reason, in the bathroom, there's a a board with nails sticking.
0: yes and then and that guy's face falls right on it which looks uh just amazing just it looks i like some of the effects are so good in this movie and some of them are so clearly a dummy's face that are being slammed into it uh and that is one of them and that's kind of the charm of this film i will say is watching shit like that happen over and over again uh now the 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 lead actor in this su wong fan who plays ricky it was only 18 years old and actually comes from a uh uh, his dad was also a kung fu movie star, so he actually was born in Hong Kong, went to China, uh, studied under, uh, went to go learn kung fu from Shaolin monks, or so he claims. And uh, did, you, did
1: you mention his his father's name?
0: Uh, what, no. What's that?
1: Cream of some young boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Song Song Wong Fang. Gosh, Jeremy, come on. <laughs> That's <what he>
1: wants. <laughs> Oh wait, wait! Somebody, somebody came into the room. He, he's he wants to make a comment because he heard us. Like, yeah, I got a name
0: for you. Forty-one minute mark. We found our there first edit. Vietnam yes. Tom came into the room. Yes, the he's fruit. gone. <laughs> he's
1: gone. He won't say another thing.
0: Only Vietnam Tom. To get, have you need to control Tom? Okay, he can't just come in and bar, burst it on the podcast. We've canceled him. So uh,
1: look, he, look. Uh, supposedly, a, a Asian one of the tires off his car, so he says. So he's hateful.
0: He's I understand hateful. that. Good. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, it
1: was never in Vietnam.
0: So uh, he doesn't make good friends with uh, with some of the people right away. But one of the uh, one of the guys uh, named Hai uh, comes in. He's the leader of that wing of the jail, and that actor's played by uh, Frankie Chin Yong Chang. Uh, now, Frankie Chin Yong. Chin Lun chan i'm saying it this best i can and i'm not gonna fix it i'm doing this from a, a place of goodness in my heart and if i mispronounce it uh you know i will how about that i, how about be, I just I will? i can't
2: be too mad at you eric because the first time i turned this on today i was like am i watching the most extreme elimination challenge on spike <laughs> this dubbing is as bananas well so you have well, Frankie
0: uh, was actually, he was a, uh, one of uh, China's and Hong Kong's best bodybuilders, and uh, he talked huh. about how he knew nothing about martial arts or anything, so uh, uh, the actor who played uh, Ricky O oh, uh, actually showed him a bunch of moves, and at the same time, he taught him to do uh, how to how to bodybuild and, um, and, and, and train his body properly. Because Su Wong Fan is actually only 18 years old in this film, and he looks like a jacked, full grown man in this movie no yeah I agree with that Um, banter amongst yourselves for one moment I need to go Uh, grab a beverage hold on I know it's a bad time but there's no other good time to do it
2: wait does he have to shit is that what he said
0: I don't know I think he's going to get a drink
2: so oh Oh, that's how we know Eric's an alcoholic. He's like, I can't get through this two-hour max podcast without drinking. (laughs) So okay, you heard me. Mm.
1: So, do you like Transformers?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big fan of Optimus Prime.
1: You know, my favorite is uh,
2: Jetfire.
0: See, that didn't take that didn't take long at all. Did you grab a drink? Is that what you were doing? Yeah.
2: Jesus, Eric.
0: I know. Well, I was thirsty. Okay, I can't. I got to keep the pipes Somebody. lubricated. Okay. You
1: had an extra half hour to get your drinks ready for the show. Well, I like
0: them cold. I don't want them to sit in my fucking bathroom. Is that okay? Because that's where I record from. Um, you know, you know how
1: you keep your beer cold in a bathroom.
0: <laughs> Stick them in the top of the toilet.
1: Yeah, keeps them cool.
0: <laughs> I do, I, when I'll the pass. Power goes out. So, eventually, Frankie, uh, I'm sorry, eventually, High does have to go fight, uh, Ricky O, and, uh, they meet out in the, uh, the yard, um, Hi actually goes and uh basically uh kills and crucifies our sweet uh toy maker guy who has this toy train he's like i just want to see my family and i like how like they're so bad they're like man fuck your bitch ass family you're never getting out of here <laughs> they're like just because you're not allowed to leave this jail we need you in here why free child labor and uh well really because it's an opium den but we'll find that out soon enough <laughs> so uh we go and uh 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 Ricky O goes and fights high out in the uh, in the yard. And what can only be explained is uh the dumbest thing I've ever seen somebody do to try to finish somebody. Because at one part, uh, you know, he's getting outclassed by Ricky O, who has the ability and the training to uh feel no pain and to take energy and can do this. He's basically a superhuman person that can punch through walls and whatnot uh uh high then takes a knife out at, that he got from the warden uh warden uh cyclops dan and then disembowels himself and says no don't do that Riccio tries to stop him from killing himself he's like no this was my plan he pulls out his intestines and just and tries to keep going try, Yes, and just tries to kill him in front of uh in front of Riccio, which is listen Bold move, okay? First of all, that's a that's a bold move. Like, how can I, why use this knife that I had to try to do it when I could choke him to death with my own intestines? Uh, power move. Now, when I was watching uh, uh, some of the bonus features on this, because uh, the DVD I had had an interview with Su Wong Fang, uh, the, the actor for, for Ricky O, oh, and uh, he said that this was actually based on a, a Chinese uh, uh, uh uh i guess mythology or chinese tale that there was a warlord who got a spear into him and he was disembowelled while in battle on horseback and as his as his entrails were coming out instead he pulled up his own entrails and then tied them around like a belt and then rode rode into town and still made it so that's apparently it's loosely based on a uh on a chinese uh uh fairy tale so uh yeah good stuff i mean I I don't know if I have if my insides are coming out right (laughs) like if they're out of my body they've been there I don't I don't think to make fashion of it or to use it as a weapon I've never I feel like I would say maybe like I'm alive that's crazy I didn't think you could be alive right now I think maybe doctor I think maybe (laughs) I think maybe I should call my children one last time And just tell them, hey, dad's insides are on his outsides. My bad. Just wanted to say, please delete the file called toshiba notes on daddy's hard drive don't look in it also i
2: love <laughs> the idea that you think you're going to have time to tell your kids to delete your files cuz i love your children and i've talked to them this is how that last conversation goes and then this this time and 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 and, and, <laughs> and you just die hearing
1: <laughs> your,
0: your children trying to get out a story <laughs> so
1: Maybe 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 I'm wrong. Maybe I'm a bad person for thinking this. <laughs> but if you like wear your jeans like really low with your ass hanging out, I really wish you would use your intestines as a belt. So.
0: Oh, <laughs> if you show your ass through your if you wear ashless jeans, what if like I just cut the ass out of my jeans and wear them around? Ew. Like assless chaps.
1: No, I'm saying when your your pants go down past your ass. See,
0: that's that, that I don't really even think that's really even a fashion anymore. People don't still do that, do they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you see yeah. it still? Is yeah. that still a thing?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I haven't seen it lately. Put it. Like Eric, <laughs>
2: I'll like, say Eric does it just not on purpose.
0: It's,
1: it's all P Diddy's fault.
0: I walked around uh, last yesterday. <laughs> I found out that my kids uh, they're they're starting to get my sense of humor. So I took a shower <laughs> last night and. Uh, I didn't put a belt on and I've lost a lot of weight over the years and I have my, my khaki shorts from uh, last year that don't really, I could at one time wear them without a belt, but not anymore. So I wasn't, I wasn't wearing a belt and uh, I, I, was, I was like, time to, ke- time to check out my kid's humor. So I was talking to him and as I was talking, I just arranged my legs enough so they weren't wide enough so my pants fell down while I was doing it. And I was like, and I immediately got it like that was funny. I was like, yes, I knew it. <laughs> I knew my kids would think my pants falling down would be funny, and that's where that's where humor is for me more than anything It does make
2: me laugh that Eric has lost weight in an attempt that we all, including my fat self, stop calling him fat, but now because he's lost so much weight. <laughs> He still gets humiliated by his pants falling down I just like that there's no end to what you can do to Eric <laughs> yeah yeah I live a
0: very shameful life and I, I'm not I, I, and I am ashamed of it to an extent but I uh, <laughs> I, I hold it all inside it's not nice.
1: I, I have I have the regular phenomena phenomena that I will put on jeans that are usually pretty tight and as the day goes on, I lose enough weight and water so that I do become my ass coming down and, and I realize I start to hate myself because <laughs> it's, it's not a fashion statement. It's the fact that I went out without a belt and the day started tight, but now it's loose. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I guess I need to jump on the bandwagon. Uh, I was written up seven times when I worked at the Appell Center because I kept thinking it was funny to keep my employees from leaving the office by doing a high kick in the doorway so they couldn't get past me. (laughs) My pants would rip. and And then finally they were like, one, you can't keep your subordinates from leaving the office as much as you think it's funny. It's not allowed. And two you got to start wearing underwear. And I'm like, <laughs> nice.
0: I don't know why I've only ripped my pants in front of people on one occasion that I remember. Uh, but it was a big occasion, uh, in 20, I want to say 2018, maybe even 2017. Uh, we're, uh, die laughing productions is at the DC improv. We are performing on stage, uh, one of the murder mysteries and mm-hmm. I come out, and uh, I think in this one, I was a waiter, but for some reason I made the artistic, uh, I made the artistic license to take my pants and pull them up like as high as I could, like over like my titties high. And uh, I went out and uh, they're very tight up there. And I did a squat to grab some food off of someone's plate. And when I did that, I split the front of my pants so much that actually my balls were exposed for a brief second at the DC improv. Uh, (laughs) Now, did everyone see it? Uh, No, but the lady whose chicken fingers I was trying to take definitely got a full vision of the meat wad as it burst through this very unassuming ball sack that uh, was was exposed to the air.
1: What what was that, that, uh, that, that uh, uh, wardrobe choice that Tommy made once that, Katie could not stop laughing because his balls were seen through the... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: we did a... <laughs> we did. We did a... <laughs> We did the Halloween one once and uh Tommy got like a got one of those uh hazmat suits from Walmart and not realizing that they're basically even though they're white, they're see-through. So when we turned up the stage lights, Tommy wasn't wearing any we we're doing like the 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 wardrobe check. We turned on the stage lights and you could just <laughs> see Tommy's penis. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and you're we like, Tommy, you might want to put it on. He's like, oh man, I guess these are your know, kind of see-through, <laughs> <laughs> which was very, which is very funny. He has a I huge dog.
2: I've had male friends my whole life, always surrounded by a lot of dudes. <gasps> I gotta tell you, this is the first social group I've been in. Where I've consistently seen everybody's bait and tackle on a regular basis, just for that. <laughs> and I'm almost thirty, so
0: it's kind of wild. Uh. <laughs> it is. It is fun. It is fun. Nothing so, like seeing a lot of dick. So Ricky uh, event does end up killing this gentleman. Uh, Hi, uh, now he's left with the other three uh super prisoners and he's got a big problem with the with the assistant warden cyclops dan whose office is just filled with pornography which i found very very funny he's just (laughs) lots of vhs he's got he's got all the pornography at the prison and one eye he also has a hook that he drags people around by their mouth with so he's a fun guy um uh, you know the
1: great you know the great thing about old vhs don't you what's that you can just masturbate to the box. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: So, uh, the other ones, we, uh, the other heads of them are, uh, Huang Chan, uh, who's actually played by actress Yakari Oshima. Uh, and she's also another, uh, martial arts superstar of the, uh, of the, uh, the Far East there. She's been in many, many movies. Um, and then there's uh, Tarzan, uh, who is the, basically the head crusher guy, who basically looks like uh, the Asian version of Kenny Powers. Uh, he's just, he's got a full mullet. He can crush people's heads just with his hands. Uh, he fucking rules. And then there's the third guy whose name I can't pick out of this lineup, but he's like the guy that can throw needles at you, like Scorpion from Mortal oh, Kombat. Yeah. And. Uh, okay. Eric, I, I, yeah.
1: I was I was not inspired by this movie until you just said the words "Asian mullet," which yeah. that would have been today's song.
0: <laughs> Asian uh. mullet. Uh, you know it's if you hey if you send it to me before eight o'clock tonight, that can be on the feed, Jer.
1: I will do my best.
0: Um. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> um <laughs> so uh he we learn a little bit about Ricky's past, about how he uh, he trained to become a martial artist. You also meet his girlfriend, who uh, we know is dead, uh, but we don't know the reason why. And it is a very dumb reason. Uh, I guess this isn't really a spoiler, and we don't have to go chronologically, but she actually kills herself just because she sees people doing heroin. Uh, well, no, he,
2: well, not on purpose, though. Right? She was I think being it's...
1: chased and just kind of had a little so.
2: Yeah. Well, she. Yeah. You
0: think that's a mishap? You should just see the edge of a building and be like, "Oh, I should keep running like it's the mirror's edge off of well, here." Well, she was trying to get away because she knew what they would do to her. Because ah, she, knew she yeah. I see. I thought that she was just so heartbroken by the at the idea of people doing heroin that that I was too that much Eric for King's her to. women leave. are
2: so delicate <laughs> that he's like they just kill themselves <laughs> when they see anything bad happening.
0: Hey, listen. Japan has the highest suicide rate. I don't know what goes. <laughs> yeah. through their mind <laughs> yeah. so but it is based on a Japanese manga so maybe this is the Chinese taking a shot at the J- Japanese like oh look Jap- <laughs> anyway I can't get to talk anymore about it maybe it's a cultural shot though I'm just saying you know that's all I'm trying to point out Ashley doesn't agree that's fine she was trying to escape so uh he also you know,
1: like you're, you're, you're in somewhere in Hong Kong and you're like You make like a a wrong turn with your car and you're like, oh, I've shamed my family. It's time for me to kill myself with the harikari.
0: There's one guy who there was a guy who tried to kill himself, but first he wanted to choke out Rikyo with his own intestines. So that seems very that seems like a cultural difference between Japan and China. Personally, that's maybe I'm crazy on that. I don't know. Uh, So he uh rickio is slowly becoming uh uh he's he, they show some of his training which his training is fun he's just he just breaks a million tombstones with his hands uh it's his training is just uh desecrating the graves of other people which i love uh and then to the point where like his master's just throwing tombstones at him he's like ah! <laughs> Which is, it's pretty awesome that, like, we're going to train here in this graveyard where people want to rest in peace. We're going to destroy every headstone in this bitch. Uh,
1: The worst part about this scene is uh, after these guys are destroying all these tombstones, you pan off to the side of the cemetery and there's a whole bunch of, like, Really young kids who are just crying that old
0: people <laughs> no. would
1: desecrate a, a graveyard. That
0: was that was Mama Wing. No. <laughs> <laughs> As they're trying to glue back her headstone. No, I like it. Um, so uh, he eventually uncovers that they're running an opium uh, uh, growing plan in one of the yards and uh, has to uh, come he- uh, face-to-face with Huang Chan, who is the-, the lady in this movie. Now, during the scene, he burns all of the opium uh, fields out there. And uh, one of the things I learned about the movie is that Uh, One of the shots, you see her and she's standing behind this giant flaming opium pile. And uh, apparently, he was doing his lines across from her. After the scene was over, he was like, the fire was really hot where I was. Are you okay? They looked at the back of her neck. And she had like second degree blister burns on the back of her neck because of how hot the fire was there. And she was like, why didn't you just stop the scene? And she goes, oh, well, because you were still acting and I, I just held my face and just got burned until you were done. That's how much of a professional that lady is. So uh, also,
2: it's called just
0: being a woman. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, we checked, uh, you're a woman. Uh, it, it's
1: a Chinese <laughs> production. She just didn't want to die.
0: Yes, yes. So, uh,
1: uh, can I... I, I I I hate to say I stayed up all night and I was already tired like 4am and what did MSN streaming play but the wildfires of 2011 and to make a long story short these fucking dumbass fucking Californians waited until the flames were fucking licking at their house to fucking escape the flames. Yeah. When they're driving away from their house what do they see? Their daughter... Who is smoking, literally, because she had been practically burned. And then when they finally escaped, when oh, they her asked to, her, to but safety, hey, when
0: they when they asked her though, she was like, "Sorry, I was finishing up my independent film project, and that guy wasn't done his <laughs> lines yet." <laughs> is that where that ends? <laughs> okay, the
1: story ends. I, I forget how old she was at the time. If she was like a young teenager or, or just barely a teenager, the family's looking at her. It's like, man. She's all covered in soot. It's like, oh no. Her whole bu- 85% of her body was fourth degree burns, i.e., Oh, I.
0: dead, blackened
1: dead. skin and, and barely survived. And they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, you need to get her to the doctor now, to the fucking hospital. Like, oh my gosh. Uh,
2: but yeah. then she lives, but they keep her hid away. And then her spirit goes into an Asian demon <laughs> a la <laughs> Silent Hill. <laughs> so uh, during this the worst
1: thing is with a burn victim when you try to brush the soot off oh that's your skin oh sorry
0: (laughs) sorry I hope you didn't need that hey it looks nice and red underneath here though so that's good Uh, too soon that looks great hey, let me, hey, I snuck this planer out of uh, the house in my ass. Here, if I'd use it on your skin right here, we could really exfoliate everything for you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, he then fights uh, the the lady boss prisoner, and uh, she hits him with the basically the equivalent of the five-finger death punch, and then Ricky is just strong enough to live through that. Uh, the other two show up and they're about to attack him, but also, the 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 guards just have machine gun hour. They're like, uh, if you're out in the yard after this time we just randomly shoot machine guns so they have to flee and rickio is able to escape um as uh as the movie progresses we learn more about all our things until uh until we finally get the big fight with uh with tarzan i think is the next major thing and tarzan uh First of all, he, he gets, he gets, he pisses off the warden and they put him in this cell that can crush him because I love that this jail is built like how Willy Wonka would build a prison. They're like, there's rooms that have concrete that get filled. There's rooms where there's a crushing device like this. And, uh, the, the guy it's comes a
1: special. It's a special HH H. Holmes
0: prison. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but motherfucking Tarzan comes up in the scene and just bursts through like the Kool-Aid man into there and they start fighting, and oh, yeah. he, he looks like, "Yeah, I don't need this wall. I'm gonna crush this motherfucker's head." And they start going. Oh, the it. Asian mullet! And first, uh, first Rikki-O, he tries to crush Riccio's head, but he can't do it. His head is too strong. And then uh, he gets up, and Riccio uppercuts him like in the neck through his own mouth which is pretty (laughs) it's fucking awesome yes and then the guy's like oh man you fucked my giant mouth up you'd think that was the end of a fight no not not for tarzan tarzan goes to throw a punch and as he's punching him rikio punches his fist and then just obliterates his hand so it's just chunks of meat oh god it's so fucking good it's so Good. this is
1: why I, why they, they don't do it with the boys. But if you have Superman-like powers, this is what you really would do to people. It's like, oh, I'll just punch right through you. You know, oh, yes. you punch my finger. Yeah, I'll punch your fist into into, into mush.
0: I guess so. I I did I did mention I guess I've totally skated over it earlier, but yeah, Ricky O kills that one fat guy early in the movie by just punching him in the belly and completely yeah. obliterating his insides. So Ricky has the ability to just punch through pretty much anything if he uh, gains uh, enough energy.
1: Or, or the best thing is like, oh good, you have the power of the flash, and you go fast enough, you like go through people like a freaking uh, NASCAR through a fucking.
2: <laughs> well, can I just say, I think I wasn't like probably paying attention because we've kind of been like all over the place. Um, but there is a part that got me so good, and I can't forget about it. The guy that's going to the bathroom and the noises he's making. <laughs> while taking a shit are so good (laughs) and and then a minute later when he's cornered by all the bad guys he pees himself i'm like how do you have anything left (laughs) to pee you just went to the bathroom this this is inconsistent that's all i have to say i agree i agree
0: i concur (laughs) So uh, Ricky then uh, obliterates that guy, but they're able to subdue him. And we, by this time, we've met the big, the actual warden proper, and his—I uh, guess I'll call him Asian Eric Woodworth's son—who uh, is. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I did
1: not want to say was. it but it was so funny. I, I compare him to the son in uh, Miller's Crossing.
0: He's well. basically he no, he's like Asian uh, uh Asian Gunter from uh Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. Yeah, oh daddy, I need some more chocolates. And uh, he's a very very plump young uh, young man uh, whose dad is he loves he loves his dad but uh he's not, you know, he's not maybe cut out for the family business. Um ultimately uh, though he uh he then goes and uh now that he knows that there's this giant conspiracy of uh opium growing, he knows that his girlfriend is dead that these people are being abused uh they uh, they actually try to bury Ricky-O all the way um that doesn't work. he ends up uh surviving that and then he he is getting um getting interrogated by the warden and some of the other ones. And I love this part where they they have him like pieces of rebar that are all stuck into him and he's just stuck and like can't move. And so they were like, do this. And they take a full thing, a handful of razor blades and shove it in his mouth. And then the lady just starts beating the shit out of his face until the razor blades are sticking out. And they take the tape off. They're like, are you ready to talk now? And he fucking spits them in the warden's face. And I just... <laughs> i love that it's like i'll never
2: do this also can
0: can i can i have like a little bit of mouthwash i think i have tetanus in my
2: mouth it's really i hate razor blades (laughs) like no because they're they're good in any sort of horror because they make me uncomfortable
0: yeah so that that 's a pretty fun scene uh, of torture um ultimately though it, it 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 takes us to a climax as uh first he then goes and takes out the uh the sub warden um and makes him take him to the big warden but uh first he pops out the uh they come into his cell uh after he 's chained up and he 's hiding on the ceiling like this and he drops down. The one guy who's with the warden, he punches off the whole top of his head. in like one punch and then like you get to see this cool little half of a head fall down and apparently they use like a pig's brain or whatever so that's how they did that cool little effect and then he, uh, he pops the warden's good eye out uh, of his head <laughs> and then forces him down to go show him where the warden is but not before the prisoners just hack his arm off that gratuitously shoots blood everywhere uh, it's just it's a beautiful symphony of violence in the third act here um, he then uh, he then finally goes to the warden oh he also punches through one guard on the way there too because the guards are trying to stop a riot and he's just like Riggio just jump kicks his way down there and punches through some guy's shield into his chest like ah and they were like <laughs> never mind we'll back off and they finally who, who, get, who, get,
1: who gets punched in the head so that there's a giant
0: indentation in the head oh who was that earlier it, it was, was it, earlier? it was earlier in the movie than where we are now, but I do know what you're talking about. Listen, there's so much violence in this. Go check this movie out. It's I got it for ten bucks off of Walmart uh, and ordered it from Walmart. It's worth the ten dollars to purchase. I also if you if you DM me privately, I might know where a secret stream is that you can watch it. But uh, you have to watch like a million ads for I, it. I like
1: how right, Wikipedia okay. mentioned how it was now on Blu-ray. Mm. i'm sorry go
2: ahead
0: i need to see it in 4k
1: i thought you were gonna say something i thought
2: no i was just saying that yes agreed there were so many freaking ads (laughs) trying to get through this
0: trust me if i send you the free link to it you will wish you had paid ten dollars because like the
2: time you sent me the other one and i was like it's all in french (laughs) oh no
0: so uh as we get to the big climax of the movie against the warden, uh it it, it takes place in a part of the jail that just has an industrial size meat grinder, which is fun. That's a fun thing that's a fun thing to add to the mix that you just oh, we run a super dead uh prison that also is an opium den, but also we have the world's largest meat grinder. And uh what does he use the meat grinder for, you ask? I'm glad you did, Jeremy, because the meat grinder, he just puts people's faces in and just you know turns them into meat so rickio shows up here and has to have a showdown with the uh the the guy who throws fucking uh, uh scorpion spears at people and the and the chick and the warden and he fucking makes short work of it we also we also learned that uh the, the warden has a gun That has the property The bullets that he has in this gun Have the properties that just make you explode Because he first shoots the sub warden with it And he gets super fat Like Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> And just fucking explodes And uh as he's fighting the uh, the other guy, the other guy tries to run because there's three tiny food elevators. And as that guy, as the other sub boss is trying to run, he shoots that guy and he explodes as well. Um, he takes out the uh, 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 Yakari Oshima character uh, by having her jump kick into what I guess is. Uh, uh, Nitrogen, fucking liquid nitrogen, because that happened. They have that in the jail next to a giant meat grinder. I just think that's a cool thing. And then hacks her leg off uh, right before uh, uh, making sure she can't kill anybody again. And it only leaves the warden left at the end here. And the warden is like, nah, I'm a very good fighter. You underestimate me. I don't even need my exploding bullets gun. In fact, I'm the toughest person here. So Riggio jump kicks this guy across the fucking room and he flies back and then starts laughing and shaking as he turns into an eight foot giant bodybuilding Blanca shaved monster Sasquatch that still has like i love the little touch of his transformation that even after he's transformed for some reason he has like the snot running out of his face that is (laughs) like he's like i'm a monster you know this because i also don't wipe my nose ever
1: (laughs) (laughs) i remember the first time i saw this uh and I'm thinking this is the same quality that Guar has on stage. Yes,
0: it's guar quality yes hundred percent.
1: And the only difference between this and Guar is that the the Guar guy on stage can actually be cut in half and each half fight of uh, odorous Urungus on stage <laughs> so.
0: So Ricky Ricky goes hard and just punches him right through the gut, but that is not that is not enough to stop this thing as uh, he kind of pummels Ricky a little bit claiming that he's stronger. but Ricky of course, digs deep, finds the power within him, and uses the giant meat grinder that's in the room to throw him into it as he slowly forces this eight-foot monster inch by inch through the meat grinder while it's still fighting him. And blood, the 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 level of blood that's used in this scene would make, like... You would go open the fucking uh, door, the elevator to The Shining. Before you would do this scene right here, it would be less blood than what's used in this scene. Uh, the actor uh, Su Wong Fang actually uh, fan said that after he did this, he had so much blood on him that he uh, he took a shower for a week and didn't get all the blood out until like his yeah. fifth or sixth shower. He was just like it was just it was just red every time I sweated. It was Red every time i did this and i understand why because he was absolutely coated in it that's uh. so gross <laughs> so <laughs> but you it know, is know people,
1: a- people talk about that scene at the end of dead alive with peter jackson strapping on a lawnmower but i don't know I, i'm just as good with a giant open air lawnmower that you can just jump into and get killed with so
2: <laughs> but I, I honestly speaking of that movie. I'm a big advocate that we need to do that movie here at some point. We need to do dead alive for sure. It
0: is one that isn't done. Uh, maybe hey, maybe next week. Who knows? I'm ga- I'm game with doing that. I, I does not matter to me. Um,
1: you, you sure we can't do the frighteners so we can make fun of Parkinson's? Oh god, these Garrix? are good.
0: We'll talk about it off show. We'll talk about it after this is over. Don't give these fucking fans this much uh, insight into the behind workings of our of our program.
1: Look, I, I just want more Busey in my life, whether it's father <laughs> or son.
0: Uh, Hanging out with Gary Busey. Busey! Ah, <laughs> oh, Jeremy, one of your best, one of your best. Um, son
1: of Busey, the legacy goes on with less cocaine.
0: <laughs> hey, real talk, guys. If you've never speaking of Gary Busey, and I know we go on sidetracked all the time, but uh, there is a there was a show on MTV uh, called Celebrity Ghost Haunters or something like that. Have you ever seen this? <laughs> i <laughs> have uh let me find out i'm guessing
1: gary busey gives his story and before there's any of the story it's just like him pontificating before he actually tells you what happened hey, so
0: look i'm telling you right now episode one it's called celebrity paranormal project it was on in 2006 and i think it only had one season but episode <laughs> one i'm letting you know right now is one of the greatest fucking feats that you'll ever see so the premise of the show is that they would take celebrities into a haunted place and they'd have to do challenges with like a cam episode one has like some lady who lost on like big brother it has uh the great hal sparks i believe it also has godfrey and then the fourth person is fucking gary Busey. okay (laughs) hey listen to you i'm not Uh, you can't get more
1: star packed than
0: that dude, Gary Busey in this episode is one of the funniest things you will ever watch in your entire <laughs> life because he, he they, they they have a camera that just watches their face like this. And Gary is just like, and Gary, he he speaks from like a place. He's like, I've talked to spirits many times, and I know, I know what you have to do. He's like, the first thing you want to show is dominance, and that you are not afraid of the spirits. So he he takes a very strong role in this. God, Celebrity Paranormal Project episode one with Gary Busey. If you watch nothing else, watch this.
2: I will find it. So I will raise you. I will see. I will see your MTV show episode and I will raise you the Christian film Tribulation which is part of the Left Uh, Behind series uh, (laughs) I want to say anywhere from 99 to 2002 and Gary Busey is the crazy uncle that got left behind
1: (laughs) is is that also with uh, what's his name from um uh, the Million Dollar Suitcase Show.
2: Oh, oh Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Yeah. Yes, I actually believe that is correct. Have you uh, seen it? Jeremy? me. I,
1: I hate to say I did. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: how awful.
2: Is this a future? Quote? And, and the
1: worst. And, and the worst thing was, it was it was funded by this horrible preacher named Jack Van Empe. <laughs> oh man.
2: I own all of them, and I hate myself.
1: I, I, I must say that the that, that Eric's that show that you watched, I, I, if I had been able to cast it, it would have been all actors or celebrities with a lazy eye like <laughs> and Ro- Roger Whitaker, you know, so you
0: the, know. the best is how much, though, in this show in the celebrity paranormal how Gary Busey talks to the other celebrities just here he's like you're letting your fear win right now you understand that? <laughs> and like he just he, 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 he's so he's he so charlie... out of his fucking mind in
2: it it's so good god yeah he makes charlie sheen look normal <laughs>
1: god, it's it reminds so... me about 87 when mm-hmm. i had had five hookers that night and i had at least two kilos of cocaine and war- arms were coming out of the wall but then i realized that's just another night for me
2: that's just it <laughs> like I, like i said that and i've said this a million times when Greg Geraldo told Gary Busey that he looked like Nick Nolte he fucked a day off. That, <laughs> that lives right here, twenty-four-seven. Uh. Takes up this part of my cerebral cortex right about here. Like <laughs> uh. So anyway. I just
1: realized when I when I party I just need a good defibrillator. <laughs>
0: So, uh, after he chops up the warden in the giant meat grinder, he then liberates the the prison by walking up to the giant wall. He's collected enough energy. He punches a fucking 20-foot high by, like, 15-foot wide opening in the wall just with his fist, and he goes, you guys are free. And then that's the ending to the movie, where he just lets murderers and rapists loose in the... (laughs) On the countryside of China, all
1: free now, and
0: that brings us to an end of Ricky O. Uh, God, what a fun
2: free China!
0: What (laughs) a fun ride, guys! You know, uh, what are your final thoughts on Ricky
2: O, Miss Ashley Pontius? I thought it was great. I feel like I've dated ninety percent of the people in this movie, so it's very cool, very refreshing.
0: Uh and Jeremy, final thoughts on Ricky O.
1: Well, I won't say so much for the soundtrack, but definitely a much better than uh Roger Waters the Wall. So.
0: I agree with that. Hey, I do I do like the uh, the 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 music for it. This isn't bad. I could rock that out.
1: Just another brick in the prison. Hall.
0: Hello um i love ricky o. I, I highly suggest it to anybody it is a it's a fun time i was watching a little bit of it uh, and finishing it up yesterday before we recorded this and uh watched the ending scene with uh my children in the room who were on their like ipads and shit like that and they kept looking at me like what why is that why did that guy explode why is the <laughs> why Why is that what is that thing that he's why is there so much blood coming out of that thing <laughs> I was like ah oh, kids it's just mu- movie magic don't worry about it so uh, it was fun times I'm glad I'm glad that Ashley got to watch it and experience Ricky over for the first time which is uh, exciting to me so yeah I enjoyed it um, you can catch uh, Ashley where can they catch you at love
2: uh, you can Oops. always find me on social media at Ashley Pontius Laps. And you can also catch my new merch store coming Thursday, July 1st.
0: Yes, Ashley has her own separate merch store where you can buy Ashley Originals that are separate from the Quality Time merch store, which we only have... uh, We have one new shirt up there, the Texas Chainsaw Leatherface g gun gunnerson g gunner thing go buy one of those bad boys wrap it across your body and enjoy life uh all things eric comedy at Ericcomedy.com, comedy.com eric with a k comedy with a c um i got a show coming up but uh i'll update them soon um uh, jeremy take us out
1: hopefully new pogo shirts without rape
0: bastards